Welcome to Rich Conversations. It is so good to have you here, and it is so exciting to welcome back Wayne Coffin to the show. He was on episode 27, which was a long time ago, and it was actually the last in-person recording we did before COVID. We met at a Golden Nugget restaurant in the city, and uh, we had so much fun uh, during that time. In this episode, we actually recorded at Matisse Tavern and Grill, and we sipped on these beautifully delicious cocktails outside on their, their heated tent. This was actually back in December, so it's, it's been a few months, uh, and I'm so happy to finally release this. It was it's such a great vibe, and uh, Wayne and I talk a lot about Chicago, uh, the winters here, just the people and the grind, the hustle. He's a native Chicagoan, and it's always insightful to get his thoughts on the city. Uh, we talk about so many things, including <laughs> Wayne wonders if gravity holds back our consciousness. Get ready to have some fun. You can follow Wayne at myguy underscore Wayne and at Stylin' Out Network. Let's begin. Welcome to Rich Conversations. This is another special episode. We have Wayne Coffin here, who was on right before COVID in March 2020, episode like 27, I believe. And now we're here for a later episode. We are, this is our first episode actually at Matisse Bar and Grill, uh, Diversity and Orchard in the Lakeview neighborhood of Chicago. And uh, I'm excited. We're, we're sipping on some cocktails here. This is our first. We're going to start doing some podcast episodes here, which is really exciting. We're outside. It's December, and we're outside Yo, and it's nice. in Chicago. It's nice. And, and it's nice, right? They got, they, they got the heaters. It's a nice night. It's, it's great. This is great. Great yeah. setting. So great wh- setting. Uh, what, what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking one of their specialty cocktails, the, the Angry Buffalo. Um, I'm loving it. I'm definitely going to get another one of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have the wish you good luck. Nice. Because I noticed, so I love Mezcal, Luxardo, and Green Chartreuse. Yep. And then there's also pineapple in here and lime juice. And uh, you can't go wrong with those ingredients. It's so good. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. So why don't you, uh, why don't you reintroduce yourself? Because it's been a while since you were on the podcast. (laughs) But we've, we've been in touch uh, a number of times mm-hmm. through COVID. Yeah. So this isn't, this is just like catching up again. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It's cool. Um, keeping, keeping you around, making sure, you know, keeping up with, uh, keeping up with what you're doing, what you're yeah, up to yeah. is fun. So I am, I definitely see you a lot. Um, but introduction, uh, my, my name's Wayne Coffin. Um, a lot of guys or a lot of people know me as my guy. Um, that's like my nickname, uh, stage name. Uh, I do a lot of performative breaking, so I carry a, a, a nickname with me all the time, performative name. So a lot of people know me as my guy, but uh, my name's Wayne Coffin. I'm a co-founder of a Styling Out Network, and um, I've been an entertainer, performer, um, competitor, and uh, entertainment consultant for like 15, 17 years now. Yeah, it's, uh, you got a lot going on. <laughs> I, I try to stay I try to stay busy busy enough to keep to keep me happy about life you know I feel like I've, I've never actually seen you break dance though 
No. The, the next episode, we gotta have you like break Never? dance. I think so. Is that real? No, I've seen no, I've seen clips of you on your YouTube. But uh, never your, live. Uh, yeah. That's we gotta get yeah we gotta get you we gotta get you to come out. I know out. I gotta get we out. We gotta more. get you to come out. We gotta get you to come out. That's surprising. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're here. We're uh, outside in the December weather. Yeah, it's beautiful. We got some uh, some nice fire here. Some what do you call this? Like a lamp. Um, is it a heat lamp? Yeah, it's a heat lamp. A heater? It heat lamp. It's, it's one of those heavy-duty, multi-thousand-dollar heat lamps, so it's sick. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good out here. Uh, so you're originally from Chicago, and right. the last episode, our first episode together, you talked a lot about Chicago, growing up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Chicago still. Okay. But uh, it'll be a little, a little different this time. All right. I'm excited. Keeping it, keeping it fresh. So how would you describe the vibe of Chicago overall or like overall. right now or let's start with overall oh the vi- a vibe of Chicago overall hmm there's so many dope individuals here it's hard to think of it the vibe as a collective but I think um the overall vibe of Chicago is is um what's the word a good word I can use is um I want to say I want to say tenacious tenacious yeah you were you yeah. were uh searching a while for that word I, I was there was a few <laughs> there there was a few I couldn't choose one that's that's what it was but um I'm going to say tenacious because there's just like this this don't give up passion passion that's just like on fire in the city right now. Everyone is, everyone who's passionate about something is going for it, you know? And I just feel like, you know, especially in the last two years, you know, we all just have like this, you know, there there is something to live for attitude. And everyone's going for it. And I'm I'm inspired by it. It makes me not wanna, it makes me not wanna slack or, or skip a beat, you know? So what, what was your, because we did this, we recorded, we recorded at Golden Nugget. Oh, I love Golden Nugget. <laughs> to this day. We, we were recording Golden Nugget, uh, what neighborhood is that? That was, we were like Old Irving at, during that time, yeah. I want to say, yeah. So this was, this was probably season. like three weeks before COVID. Right. This was like right before Before the COVID. shutdown, yeah. And, uh, you know, so we had this great conversation. How did you then? I, because I've seen you a number of times since then, but like, how was your pandemic experience in Chicago? What was it like? Um, it was fortunate. Um, I, I worked. Um, I was doing nine to five, uh, working for a, a real estate company called Redfin. And um, when all of that happened, we were all working from home, which fortunate number one was a very easy transition. Uh, we were already like hybrid working from home before the pandemic. It was like a perk of the job. Um, so the transition to work from home was seamless. So that was okay. fortunate number one. When the pandemic got deep, a lot of people nationwide got laid off, furloughed, fired, and a like 40% of our staff did too. 
and I was not one of those people, which means I had to pick up a lot of work, but I was also fortunate, number two, to not lose my job and have income and be able to work from home while quarantining. Um, and then number three is I, you know, I bunkered down and I, I, I worked really hard at, uh, at my company, Stalin Out, organizing documents, uh, keeping relationships fresh, pivoting, making sure that we could stay relevant during quarantine, um, training, making sure to keep my skills sharp, work, uh, working on fitness, giving a place for all of selling out talent to, to be able to practice and keep their sh- uh, skills sharp. Um, so I really just, I bunkered down and I, I grinded the entire 2020, like no, no vacation, no rest. It sounds similar to my my experience. I'm still doing it, but I really did it. I was, yeah, yeah, full steam ahead 2020. Elaborate on this roster. You have a lot of talented people on your uh, roster. (laughs) The roster. Um, Man, I love these guys so much, dude. I really do. Um, Jillian X, uh, Quicktastic, Virgil7, and Jackersize, which is a duo that comprises of... uh, Jerome Gilbert and Mike Palmieri. They each have their own individual flavor and then they meet in some weird, oddly shaped Venn diagram and they share a few, you know, uh, a few tastes and a few tricks, but um, they're really, they're, they're, they really have a wide variety when you look at them all on the spectrum. Um, and they've been grinding just as hard as, as I am, if not harder. So those guys are awesome. And then, um, we picked up some new guys, a lot of uh, a lot of breakers and a lot of visual yeah. artists and um, and a lot of and a lot of friends and a lot of allies and a lot of lovely folks. So the roster's cool, but the network's the best, you know. <laughs> yeah, Wayne knows a lot of talented people, <laughs> including myself. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, that, that's. <laughs> That was e- that was an easy one to, to, to point at right there. So what do you what do you notice, or what stands out to you about Chicago right now? Um, there's a weird energy in the air, you know. Like we, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure it probably feels this way everywhere. But you know, being here at home, I think there's a weird energy in the air. There's this constant feeling of where are we going, what's gonna happen next. Okay. And it's a mix of optimism and skepticism. And, you know, everyone is trying to feel what they feel without feeling guilty or, you know, beat down by it. Everyone's like, it sounds cheesy, but everyone more than ever is just simply trying to exist. And, um,. It's a, it's, 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 a, it's a crazy time right now, you know? It's a crazy time right now. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it'll be... Uh, it's a very interesting time. So what, what would you say... You said tenacious as far as the vibe of Chicago. Yeah. Do you feel like it's still tenacious right now, even though the time is is what it is and it's you know probably now more than ever yeah it's that tenacity that keeps the sanity it's a part of the ingredient that keeps the sanity held up Mm -hmm. you know like 
there's a lot of reason to have doubt right now. There's a lot of reason to be stressed out right now. There's a lot of reason to have anxiety right now. But yet you continue to put what matters to you most at the forefront of your goals and at the forefront of, you know, your day's activity or your, your activities for the day, you know. And in this time where there's more mental weight, more emotional weight on, on an individual now more than ever, to be able to still exercise that discipline, exercise that focus, exercise that, that tenacity to get by, to get your loved ones through, to get yourself through, and to find some crazy excuse to have like a good time through it, you know, like, you know, to answer your question, you know, we're, we're more tasteless than ever, yeah. I would say. So what, how do you imagine like post-pandemic Chicago? Like, what comes to your mind? What are you imagining? Like an entire year of how it feels when it's summertime here. <laughs> <laughs> a whole year of it. For those that don't live in Chicago, Woo! summertime that's Chicago is fantastic. That's what's going to happen. The energy in Chicago, it's hard, it's hard to beat anywhere in the country. Like, it's hard to beat the energy of summertime Chicago. We're going to explode and radiate with with joy and that that genuine authentic chicago energy when all yeah. of this is over and it's it's gonna it's gonna roller coaster through the whole year it does kind of feel like everybody's kind of like sitting on their hands a little bit right now just kind of waiting mm-hmm. so they're, they're, everybody's doing their thing right with that tenacity but it's like when are we able to like like you kind of said like mm-hmm explode and yeah. let it all out yeah exactly when can uh, we uh you know relax our shoulders let the like drop the tenseness like right now it doesn't feel safe to put your guard down you know yeah. everyone's guard is is up so like what's the confirmation where we're all like wow I'm, so how long do you think it will be i'm not a psychic i don't know i'm not a scientist it's probably better to like not put <laughs> i'm not a, put psychic. Dates or I'm not a or... scientist i'm not a data expert yeah. You know, I'm a self-proclaimed like anthropological enthusiast, <laughs> but I'm not I'm I'm no professional with that stuff, dude. Do you think um I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know if I feel it will go back to the way things were. It can. I don't think it ever will be. It can. I don't even remember what it was like. Do you have this weird thing <laughs> where like time I I can't tell I if time remember. is like what is time, I guess, first of all, but, like, I can't tell if it's been a long time has passed or, like, a short time. Like, I mean, since I, March 2020, I can't tell if it feels like five years ago or, like, five minutes ago. Right. I mean, we're still in it. You know, a lot and yeah. nothing has changed since that time. So, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where, like, you're standing in the middle of a situation, and it's always easier to think what we could have done, should have done, in hindsight. Yeah, looking hindsight. back, hindsight's easy. Looking back is easy to see what you should have done, and we can almost see what we should have done. But at the same time, there's so much ahead of us that it's impossible to foresight what's going to yeah. happen. So we're standing in this middle, to where this middle point where hindsight isn't even 2020 yet. Not at all. You know, we're yeah. still in it. Yeah. And the only thing you can do right now is just to, like, 
stay focused. You can kind of like sit on your hands, you know. And but not sit on your hands at the same you know, time. Do, do what you have the power to, to control and activate and everything else is not in your control. Now is not the time to like dwell on that or hold on to that, you know, yeah. because we can't, we can't do nothing with it. It's a great message, but also too like, let's just move on to a different topic because <laughs> nothing ever gets resolved with these like conversations nah. about, hey, what do you think about when will this happen? Or like, right. it's just kind of like, yo, let's just be in the moment. Let's just do it again. So my question uh, to you, we just talked about summer in Chicago and how awesome it is. But what do you, Wayne, love most about winter? You have lived here your entire life. What do you love most about Chicago winter? That we have one. That we have winter. People don't have it. People see snow for the first time as adults. You know, people don't know what it means to go through all four seasons. I think there's some sort of, like, psychological callus that comes with that. And I find it to be advantageous to our to our psyche a little bit yeah um we get to witness earth in its glory by yeah. experiencing all four seasons you know like based on how perfectly we are placed from the sun and the solar system no other planet has a perfect balance of four seasons yeah. like that and it's really a a, 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 a an amazing you know ex- thing to witness that all the time yeah. You know, it's it. It's crazy. You know, Earth is the only planet that does that. Yeah. So, and we we sit right here in the middle of it, and we experience all of it. So, I think that that, I think that that does a lot for our, our subconscious dexterity. How do you think it's easier to keep track of time and your life with the seasons? Before time, how did people keep track? Yeah. You know, agriculturers didn't have watches and clocks, and Sumerians made up the concept of 60, but before that, people were growing, living, thriving. You know, civilizations existed, whether they were on record or not, you know? So that's how people seen time, at least people who had the advantage or or they lived in a region where they could tell time that way. Other people who have more, you know, consistent environments, they've... Who knows how they told time, but you can't use the seasons as as a gauge. Something I'm curious about is like, like how do people in LA live in LA? Like it's the same weather all the time, right? They love and it, it gets hot. It gets super hot, doesn't it? They love it. You know, people move there because that's what they want. People like that that consistency, that pattern. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't want to deal with the cold if you're not you know, physically or mentally, uh, I don't know what to call it, conditioned, then the cold can kind of beat your ass. You know, your bones are I think hurt. what you're getting at is mental toughness, Wayne. Uh, no, I mean, it like in a medical sense, you know, some people literally cannot okay. handle the cold. It hurts their bones. It hurts their muscles. Mm-hmm. It, it, it permits them from traveling, from getting around, you know, like. It is. Got, yeah. It, uh, they got to move. It's hard to get around in the it winter. It is. You, you got to wear like. You have to take like ten minutes. Yeah. To like, yeah, like God, suit up. Yeah. <laughs> and God forbid you have like an Ill, yeah. illness or an injury or an ailment of some sort. Like it's, 
it becomes problematic. So I, I get yeah. why people move to LA or you know hotter places, warmer places. I don't yeah. like necessarily the 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 aura of LA and the connotation behind it, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. You know, I think I've been to LA a few times and I've never had a bad time. Right. It's great in LA, so I, I feel like uh, I've been to LA once. It was a different kind of experience. It wouldn't be like the typical LA experience. If I went to LA, it'd be we'd have a lot of fun. Yeah. But what what's this aura you're talking about? What explain for listeners and viewers what Chicagoans think about LA? I don't want to speak for all Chicagoans. Right. First of but all. what's what's but, the stereotype that Chicagoans have of um, LA? I feel like a lot of people here in Chicago think that people move to LA because there is a category of fame or or limelight that they may be chasing or they feel that there's an opportunity in LA that they can get more out of than they think that mm-hmm. they can get here. Yeah. And I say think in the terms in in the with the meaning of assumption that I think it's funny that people move to LA for something that they think that they can't achieve here, but Chicago has consistently been a place to push out like platinum level stars and yeah. you know, first time original artists and you know, it's accomplished everything that New York, LA, Paris, all these other like glamorous, yeah. you know, places have achieved, we've achieved it too. Um, but um, I don't wanna sound, I don't wanna come off as like we're better you know, we all have our perks, you know, our preferences, whatever, but I don't necessarily want to live in L.A. You know, I like it here because well, I, think, I, I like yeah. it here. I think that's something, uh, certainly I'm, I have thought about is when you're reflecting on life, do you focus more on what you have or don't have? And if you focus on what you have, <laughs> you can, if you're living in Chicago and you run down all the things that you have, you got a lot here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, what, what do you feel that you're missing that you need to go somewhere else or chase something else or thinking your happiness is going to be somewhere else or with someone else? It's like taking the time to reflect on, on what you're grateful for and the assets that you, you do have or you're starting with and go from there. And I've done that calculation for the last, like, I've lived here for like 12, 13 years. I've done that because I've had the idea or this something inside me of like, oh, I should go experience something else right. or explore something else. Right. But then when I actually do take the time I used to be a rideshare driver and I'd ask people all the time because I'd interact with people from all over the United States and people from other parts of the world. And so we're having these conversations. So I asked people about places that I've thought about moving to or experiencing. And I think about it even further. And it's just like when you run down the pros and cons list or like the assets or, or what you're thankful for, it's really, really hard to outmatch Chicago. It's tough. It's really, so it's like, okay, I can stay here then. I'll stay right. here. <laughs> you know, um, 
there are Fortune 500 companies that move their whole entire operation here because they and they they deem it's more affordable or it's centrally located. Um, there's a lot of reasons why people why people um, choose to stay here, but at the end of the day, you know, I can't knock or judge someone's call right to move or their call for an, for a journey or an experience whatever makes someone wake up one day and say i need to leave or i know where i need to go and they act on that then that's that's their life's yeah. call to purpose they that's them acting on their intuition and there's no one out there who can attach their you know hypothetical assumption on why they did what they did or if it was the right move or if staying here is better you know what i mean yeah. like um at the end of the day i choose to stay here until i choose to stay here and one day i might yeah. choose to go and i don't yeah. know when or what might cause that but you know we all have our call to to move if not temporarily then you know then indefinitely so you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, you don't know what the future holds, so you better just appreciate what you have right now and, mm -hmm. and love it. But or to like, an but to answer your question, I'm a fan of Chicago winter. Not when I'm always enduring it, but every time I look back, I'm glad to live a life to know what all four seasons on Earth feel like. Yeah, that's solid. So while we were talking about Chicago winter and I agree with what you said. I'm also considering snowbird locations <laughs> to like not leave the entire Chicago winter, but like take trips to somewhere warmer for a period of time during the Chicago winter, not the whole winter, um, I'll just check it out. So I, I've been to Miami recently. Um, I usually take trips in like April, it feels like. It feels like the winter, Chicago winter, I think I am good with. It's the spring. The transition into spring, I think I have the most trouble with. Because it's like, it's like rainy or it's always gray. And it just stays like 30 or 40 degrees for like two months, it feels yep. like. <laughs> it's not the harsh cold. I really, it's not that. It's, so it's like, I like to take trips in this time, like March, April, uh, so I'm looking into like the Southwest and I think it'd be cool to take trips or find locations that you could take like every, like annually. Mm -hmm. um, so I've checked out Miami. Miami's great. I wouldn't live there, but it's- Living, the idea of living in Miami is hard, but it's, oh, it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. There's definitely a relationship with Miami and Chicago too. Like I think El Capone used to go yeah. down there. And yeah. like, I mean, there's such a large Chicago population that like, yeah you're gonna have Chicagoans everywhere, but uh, yeah, Southwest, off the beat type of places, like not Phoenix, but like El Paso or like some middle of nowhere, Arizona, I think I would like. Mm -hmm. or, um, do you have any like snowbird locations that you're thinking about? No. Um, when, when you're rich and famous, only like, you can kind of- In America is tough, man. Because I think about Let's, you know, I think about the weather and I'm like, man, you know, the idea of skipping a winter sounds phenomenal. You know, like the idea of just skipping one and just not 
being around or even not being around that much for it. It sounds great. Yeah. But when I think about all the places in America, all the states in America that have the best weather, I don't want to go there. With the exception of maybe like San Diego or like, um, okay. I do like yeah. Arizona. I did a hot air balloon out there. That was fun. Um, hiking in Vegas is fun. Um, hanging out in Miami is fun. All yeah. those places are fun, but the idea of being there for like a month, I don't know, dude. No, not a month. Let's do like, a w- I feel like if it was out of the country, you could do like a month. I think that, but the concept of a snowbird is you have to leave for a while. I don't, I don't want to do that till I'm like 80. That's just, a, that's just a trip. That's like a visit. That's not a snowbird. I want to do a visit. A snowbird, snowbird leaves visits. for the winter. Yeah, when you think about nature, <laughs> birds migrate for a season and then they come back. That's I right. That's right. Uh, you can't call it a snowbird and then be like, "Oh, I'm only gonna go for a week." That's <laughs> no, that's cheating, dude. You can't do that. It's like you gotta leave. Oh, I don't want to do back. that. I just want to like take some, maybe like Hard. more frequent trips. Take multiple snowbird location that works. trips. That works. That's fine. Throughout the winter. That's fine. I don't know. What What's your idea? Like ideal travel. Because I love living here in Chicago, but I like taking trips, too. I want a majority of my time to be spent in Chicago, though. I like... I like traveling not for work. <laughs> I don't want to travel for work because I feel like when you travel for work, there's a you have to bring your work persona with you. And, you know, sometimes you want to be yourself when you travel, and then there's, like, this duality conflict at least with me um you know but if i had to pick a place i would definitely want to hang out and maybe like uh and maybe like southern california you know um i think that that's a peaceful warm place to spend time with uh, a lot of stuff to do and it, I find I find that to be better than like Alabama or Texas or Oklahoma or Florida. I don't want to stay in Miami that long. Um, snowbird is hard, man. Snowboard snowboarding is hard. We probably should have like defined what snowbird is before we had this conversation. Nah, I, I didn't. <laughs> it's an interesting. It's an interesting thing to think about, though. It's like it makes you think. Okay, if I'm not home, where is the second best place to be? I feel like, for me, I think it's more, I think I want to explore places during the winter, because I don't want to miss out on Chicago summer, really. So it's like, what's the most optimal time? I think it's actually like Chicago spring, that just like take trips, like I I went to uh, Spain in April 2017, I went to Southeast Asia in uh, April 2018, I uh, went to Miami um, May, early May this, this year, 2021. Um, and I've really enjoyed those trips because it felt like it was something I needed to like reset myself. Not needed, but like it was great to do. That's, that's beautiful. Um, and it puts me in touch with like another part of the world. and. Uh, yeah, so it's like I would love to do that like every year. Sounds like, like just, you know. Yeah. 
But I'm curious, like, what other people... Because uh, I feel like... I I love now. Something I loved last winter is I, I live in Uptown on the lake path. Or, like, right off the lake path and the lake. And just, like, going out when it's, like, 20 degrees all bundled up. Like, you, like, you're just, like all geared up (laughs) and you go to the lake and in a city of like three million people i'm the only one there Mm -hmm. or i'll walk on the lake path and it is just me yep and i like relish like in those moments of solitude it's interesting in chicago how you can have so many moments of solitude in a large city like this and that's why I, I love about the winter too because it, it, it like stimulates my mind in different ways because it's, it's forcing you and I mean COVID did this with a lot of people but like I love just like being inside and like having to like you can't go outside there's not much to do outside so you better figure out what to do inside and that like a lot of times it lends itself to creativity and just thinking and reflecting. You know, if it's it's beautiful weather all the time, it's enticing to just literally just like mm-hmm. be joyful all the time. But I feel like it's good to not be joyful all the time. I don't know. Yeah, it, um, we all have our seasons too, you know, and yeah. um, our emotions kind of reflect those those inter- that internal human season change so it's it's healthy to constantly experience all your emotions on a rotation you know just so you can become more equipped with juggling yourself so i you know i think i think looking at it like that is pretty wise at the same time don't doubt people because people go out and they party and they have a good time all year round in polar vortexes. They still go out. I mean, they I still I, dress nice. I still they, do that. Dude, you know, like, it doesn't, it, it quiets, the winter quiets the city, but it doesn't slow it down. Exactly. That's you know? a great point. That you is know? a great point. And, you know, this, this shit don't stop, dude. It don't stop. That's crazy. So I also work at a, a, a restaurant bartending there. When the weather gets cold, business goes up yeah people pack inside yeah and it's a lot of fun oh it's so much fun so much fun yeah oh chicago's so great (laughs) (laughs) so what what uh have you discovered about yourself has anything changed about you from the last time we did the podcast oh my god things changed but has anything changed about me um i feel expanded since we've last done this, I feel I've, I've experienced a wide array of original perspectives. I've met a lot of people who see the world through a lot of unique lenses, and I'm becoming more and more moldable to resonating with people's unique perspectives. Um, I feel a little bit more mature. I feel um, the adult side of my life starting to take over a little bit more. 
And just like the small things that I like, yeah. um, stuff that I probably didn't care too much about a year ago, two years ago. Um, but overall, I don't necessarily feel like I've changed in the connotation of like a 180 in some point of my life or a 90 degree turn in some parts of my life. But I definitely feel... I definitely feel if like if my life was a book from the last time you seen me the bookmark would be closer to the end like it would be further into the book you know and a lot has happened within those pages that I can't really summarize but like I feel like from an outside view in the same uh, analogy of like this book or this story like my my character's development has become a lot more interesting, and I feel like people are a lot more dialed into the story now. You know, interesting. Um, I, it's you know, life is just evolving in in an unpredictable way. Yeah, I um, I feel like Wayne and I have like similar personalities or perspectives on life, and I I also kind of view my life in a book in a way, and mm-hmm. there there are like. In my mind, clear distinctions on like chapter beginnings and endings. Mm-hmm. And right when COVID like started, I knew, okay, that chapter now is done. Mm-hmm. We're entering a new chapter. Mm-hmm. And now it kind of feels like this first COVID chapter is kind of ending a bit. Yeah. And so much character wise has happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been, crazy. It's like a short amount of time when you think about the whole book. Yeah. But so much happens in this one particular chapter that's right. of this book. That's a great way to say it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a great way to say it. I feel that way. Yeah. I really do. So then what What are like three musical artists that are in your heavy rotation right now? I feel like music is something so personal to people. You can really gauge a person by the music they listen to because it's such an intimate experience so what are three artists right now in your heavy rotation now you got me thinking if there's some sort of direct correlation between the expanse my character development has experienced and the music that is in heavy rotation but i'm I mean, not gonna we're choosing. that right <laughs> i feel like music the music you select to listen to Mm. You're saying to yourself, I'm allowing this music to influence mm. me as a person. Man. Like, that's how deep music is to our human experience, I think. So it's like, I'm curious what other okay. artists um, people are listening to. Now, th- I'm, I'm going to get my weird answer out of the way. I've begun listening to tons of, like, meditation and frequency sounds sound music sound bowls you know like you know weird weird like meditation chants and stuff like that um i spend a lot of my time listening to that because i feel like during this quarantine chapter solitude is at an all-time high and that's a place where I, i i really do thrive you know um but there is a um there's a weight that comes in the environment of thriving is that you know like like a plant will grow all of its leaves in the spring but then when the winter comes it can't sustain 
all of that growth and it has to shed, yeah. you know, and it has to shed leaves to a point where it can sustain growth. And I felt like I went through like a painful shedding after all of that soaking in. All that growth. You know what I mean? And those growing pains caused crazy mental soreness, crazy emotional soreness, you know, crazy spiritual soreness. And a lot of those meditation and frequency sounds um, specifically aimed towards like the pineal gland, I felt like helped me tap into a deeper part of myself that brought me a new level of peace that I've never experienced to this point in my life. So that's not necessarily a musical artist, but it's it's something music sound wise that I've picked up in the past, you know, Wait, year. What do, what do you years. use? Spotify or Apple? I'm, I'm a big YouTube premium person. Oh, YouTube premium. Um, yeah, YouTube I premium. I YouTube premium I'm a people. big YouTube premium person. I do. Um, um, my lady has Spotify, so I don't necessarily need to pay for that. And then I'm a, I'm huge on videos. I'm huge on videos, um, and I can find a lot of music through YouTube. But you know, with me growing up as a, or with me spending the the past fifty percent of my life as a dancer, performer, and then me running an entertainment collective, I get so much music cycled yeah. through me all the time. I don't really find myself searching or digging yeah. for it anymore. And I spend a lot of time on YouTube, you know, like music history almost, or tutorial videos, or. Uh, watching entertaining stuff, so I'm big on YouTube Premium. Um, nice. Um, sorry, I'm 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 digressing. Musical artists. Um, okay, so we got that. What are what are like two musical artists in particular? Um, I really like FKJ, uh, okay. French Kiwi Juice. I know it's a silly name, at least in America we think that's a silly name. But this dude is talented as fuck. He's like a one-man instrument army. Okay. And he he composes music on the spot, and you just dance to it. I seen him live. Most amazing dude. He's a killer. FK. He's he did that song to French Dow. Kiwi Juice. Juice. He did that song with um with Masego to Dow. Super popular. Um, okay. but FKJ. Is, uh, watch his uh speaking of YouTube. Watch FKJ, um, his circle of uh, musical set. C E R, uh, I want to uh, C E R C L E circle. Okay. Watch you know FKJ musical set. It's beautiful. It takes place in Bolivia. He's in the water. Nice. The sun's setting. He just <laughs> kills it. He's a genius. He's a musical genius. Um, and then the a third musical artist. Um, that I have been listening to a lot is actually a super old throwback. Okay. Is a um a, a, a vocalist. She did a lot of vocal songs and, and uh, a lot of vocal uh tracks in, in in the house music category. Her name's Joy Caldwell. Okay. Any house song that has her vocal on it is gonna be a a banger. Joy Caldwell. J O I. Joy, okay. yeah, she she, uh, she'll wake. She's like a she's like a gong to the soul when you hear. Her. <laughs> yeah, it's a great great analogy, great <laughs> metaphor. Um, but those those have been like to summarize my musical artists. I'd say. Okay, that was a long answer. I'm sorry. No, it's beautiful. So we're wrapping up here. I have two questions left for you. Okay. 
What's something you're curious about recently? I'm always curious. I have like an insatiable appetite for knowledge. Um, something I'm curious about as of late. I had a theory. It's like one of those uh, my I call them high moments where you're just like I'm like smoking weed at home. And I'm like high out of my mind, but my brain's like, you know, racing into like imagination mode. <laughs> and I had this theory that stuck to me that I really wish I could explore. I want to talk to like a, uh, what's his name, Neil deGrasse Tyson or something okay. and like figure yeah. it out. So gravity holds us down here on Earth physically, okay. right? Gravity at some point holds or resists everything from elevating to a certain degree, right? Right. My question that I'm curious about is if one leaves Earth and says go to the moon, gravity is lifted in a sense and they yeah. have a way easier time like elevating. Their gravity's not holding them down. I wonder if gravity has an effect on our consciousness. If Ooh. gravity on Earth weighs down our ability for our consciousness to expand past a certain point. Wow. Now there's obviously people who are academic geniuses and they exercise that that brain muscle and they can exceed they can exceed through gravity's force in the same way a basketball player trains his body and he can jump nine feet in the air that a regular person who doesn't train that way can't fight through gravity yeah. on that vertical the same way someone who trains their body does. But these academic people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, they train their mind and they think so much that they've expanded their ability to, un to comprehend things that normal people, our muscles aren't fine-tuned enough to comprehend that. But if someone like him spent a long time in an environment where there was no gravity, would he be able to comprehend more? Is gravity holding down our ability to elevate consciously that's so, something i've been curious about sounds like you and i instead of traveling <laughs> to snowboard locations need to go to outer space to test this for ourselves i don't know i would like to ask astronauts or people who spent a lot of time in space you know if they feel that way or if they feel as if it's harder for them to comprehend things now that they're back to mm. see if we can compare that you know we should get someone from nasa to come on i'll you know, I'll find someone from NASA. If someone can tag Neil or one of those, you know, genius yeah. NASA people, and get and, and and forward that question, I would really love to explore that. I can spend days on a chalkboard exploring that. See, that is a great <laughs> answer to this question. I love it. This is the this is the bar of answers that I'm looking for. For what are you most curious about recently? That's great. So my last question for you is. What's something you're excited about for the next two years? Um, I learned a phrase, inshallah, God willing. You know, I want to make it two years before I can anticipate excitement. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping to be here longer than two years. I don't want to be like cursed or anything, but um, I'm, I've been working really hard on Styling Out Network, and we have a lot of... Uh, like services, I don't want to call them services because that sounds like 
commercial and cheesy, but we have like a lot of new things that uh, we plan on launching yeah. uh, 2022. Um, we're definitely trying to uh, get people more involved in 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 the culture of hip hop and, and breaking break dance, um, and not just teach it, but also pass on the culture and pass on opportunity for new kids and new crews and new people to like continue to grow Chicago's hip hop scene. Um, not just our DJs and our house scene, but Chicago and our hip hop scene because you know they're both equally as powerful if not siblings of one another, you yeah. know? Um, so I'm, I'm really excited for that. Um, I'm really excited to be uh, participating in more competitive events 2022. Um, 2020 was scary. We didn't know what was going on with COVID. 2021, we still don't know, but I feel way more brave. I feel safe. Um, you know, I've, I've survived it twice, thank God. And, you know, my, my body held up tremendously. You know, I'm, I'm lucky and I'm, I'm, I'm blessed enough to have been able to hold up tremendously to that. So, you know, even with, you know, taking, taking precautions and uh, uh, get, getting my vaccinated, I thought that was the safest choice for me. Um, and, and, you know, doing everything I need to do. I, and in addition to taking my training and, my, and, and everything to another level through 2020, I feel healthier, safer, more protected now more than ever. So I'm ready to return to like the competitive events and traveling more and seeing all of, all of my talented network from all over the country yeah. and world. And I'm, I'm just really excited to, to get back on it in the flesh not just yeah. from behind the screen you know yeah <laughs> yeah nice well wayne thanks for coming back on again dude this anytime is, this has been great this is always great i always appreciate this and every time appreciate i you. i'm with you uh it's just magical <laughs> <laughs> you set it up dude you're like a catalyst for magic <laughs> on that be a catalyst for magic in your own community yes yes i like that i like that Thanks for listening to Rich Conversations. Again, you can follow Wayne at myguy underscore Wayne and at Stylin' Out Network. For the rest of the day, do not let gravity hold back your higher consciousness.